0: Hello and welcome to Kingdom Testimonies. Today is Tuesday, October 5th, 2021. We are reading for Ezra, and also known as two Ezras, but I don't need to keep reminding you of that. Uh, We're on chapter three, and as I said yesterday, some of the chapters are kind of long, So we may only get through, you know, two a day, maybe three, but it's interesting. So, um, before I begin, I said yesterday I was going to look at dogs at the animal shelter, and I did. And I picked up, I don't know what breed he is. He's 10 months old. He's super cute. He's probably about a little higher than knee high, so he's not extremely, extremely big, but um, just a sweetheart. I, I had him in the cabin with me last night, and he did tinkle twice on my floor, which I've since mopped it now. But I got home in the dark, and I just, I just couldn't see that he would take to being put out in the in the barn right the barn is like just a short short distance from the cabin and it's it's really small and i put a section in there it has a sliding glass door i know in a barn that's weird but <clears throat> it's um and then i put the uh, dog run in front of the sliding glass, so it's all set up for him, and he's out there now. He was whining at first. We had major storms just roll through for the last two hours. It's just been pouring, lightning, thunder, and he seems to be doing pretty good. He's he went into the doggy door and he's sleeping, and and I'm just gonna let sleeping dogs lie. Okay, so. Of course this is the desert so it's all sand but it's wet sand so I'm just going to let things dry a little bit before I go out there and and let him out of the dog run. So pray for me. <laughs> it's uh it's going to be his first night out there by himself. Okay, so let's see chapter 3 of 4 Ezra. In the thirtieth year, after the destruction of our city, I, Salathiel, who am also called Ezra, was in Babylon. I was troubled as I lay on my bed and my thoughts welled up in my heart, because I saw the desolation of Zion and the wealth of those who lived in Babylon. My spirit was greatly agitated and I began to speak anxious words to the Most High and said, okay, now he's not at Mount Hebron anymore. O Sovereign Lord, didst thou not speak at the beginning when thou didst form the earth, and that without help, and did command the dust, and it gave the Adam a lifeless body? Yet he was the workmanship of thy hands, and you did breathe into him the breath of life, and he was made alive in your presence. Um There is some Old English tossed in here, so I'm going to try and just... The thous would be used and all that sort of thing. And you did lead him into the garden which thy right hand had planted before the earth appeared, and you did lay upon him one commandment of yours. But he did he transgressed it, and immediately you did appoint death for him and for his descendants. From him there sprang nations and tribes, peoples and clans without number. And every nation walked after its own will, and did ungodly things before thee, and scorned thee, and you did not hinder them. But again, in its time, you did bring the flood upon the inhabitants of the world, and destroy them. And the same fate befell them, as death came upon Adam, so the flood upon them. But you did leave one of them, Noah, with his household, and all the righteous who have descended from him. When those who dwelt on earth began to multiply, they produced children and peoples in many nations, and again they began to be more ungodly than were their ancestors. And when they were committing iniquity before thee, you did choose for yourself one of them whose name was Abraham. And you did love him, and to him only did you reveal the end of the times, secretly by night. Hmm. He revealed to Abraham the end of the times. Okay. You did make with him an everlasting covenant and promise him that you would never forsake his descendants. And you gave to him Isaac, and to Isaac you gave Jacob and Esau. And you did set apart Jacob for yourself, but Esau you rejected, and Jacob became a great multitude. And when you did lead his descendants out of Egypt, you did bring them to Mount Sinai. You bent down the heavens and shook the earth and moved the world and made the depths to tremble and trouble the times. And thy glory passed through the four gates of fire and earthquake and wind and ice. Sounds like a reference to Enoch. To give the law to the descendants of Jacob and your commandment to the posterity of Israel. Yet you did not take away from them their evil heart, so that your law might bring forth fruit in them. For the first Adam, burdened with an evil heart, transgressed and was overcome, as were also all who were descended from him. Then the disease disease became permanent. The law was in the people's hearts all along with the evil root. But what was good departed, and the evil remained. So the times passed, and the years were completed, and you did raise up for yourself a servant named David. And you did command him to build a city for your name, and in it to offer thee oblations from what is yours. This was done for many years, but the inhabitants of the city transgressed. In everything, doing as Adam and all his descendants had done, for they also had the evil heart. So you did deliver the city into the hands of your enemies. Then I said in my heart, Are the deeds of those who inhabit Babylon any better? Is that why she has gained dominion over Zion? For when I came here I saw ungodly deeds without number, and my soul has seen many sinners during these thirty years. And my heart failed me, for I have seen how you thou dost endure how you endure those who sin and have spared those who act wickedly and have destroyed your people and have preserved your enemies. That kind of sounds like Ecclesiastes a little bit. And has not shown to anyone how your way may be comprehended. Are the deeds of Babylon better than those of Zion? Or has another nation known thee besides Israel? Or what tribes have so believed your covenants as these tribes of Jacob? I kind of see what he's saying there. Um, You know, Israel transgressed, but so did Babylon. But yet Babylon won over and received. You know, it's kind of like what we have going on in the world today. The evil people that run the show, they, they are, you know, prospering. They have all this power and all this stuff, but he's missing the point, as we today miss the point. It's not about who has the most wins. Then and maybe he's thinking that Babylon is getting favor from God, yet they're sinners also. You know, and that, of course, is not, not, was not the case. Yet their reward has not appeared and their labor has borne no fruit. Yeah, see so he's noticing they're not they're not bearing fruit, for I have travelled widely among the nations, and have seen that they abound in wealth, though they are unmindful of your commandments. Now therefore weigh in a balance our iniquities and those of the inhabitants of the world, and so it will be found which way the turn of the scale will incline. When have the inhabitants of the earth not sinned in your sight? or what nation has kept your commandments so well thou mayest indeed find individual men who have kept your commandments but nations you will not find so god chose the nation of israel they were the chosen nation so it's it's at this stage of the game before jesus it's pointless to point out comparisons to other nations because God is using his chosen nation of Israel as the example. And the other uh, wicked nations, we could say, were sent to test God's people. But yet we are all descendants of Adam and Noah because the whole world was destroyed. Adam was the first created, and then the whole world was destroyed. So any descendants of Noah would be, you know, our ancestors. All right. Then the angel that had been sent to me, whose name was Uriel, answered and said to me, your understanding has utterly failed regarding this world. And do you think you can comprehend the way of the most high? Then I said, yes, my Lord. And he replied to me, I have been sent to show you three ways and to put and to put before you three problems. If you can solve one of them for me, I also will show you the way you desire to see, and will teach you why the heart is evil. I said, Speak on, my lord, and he said to me, Go weigh for me the weight of fire, or measure for me a measure of wind, or call back for me the day that is past. Doesn't this sound to you like 2nd Baruch, chapter 59? These things were shown shown to Moses. Remember now, Ezra just got back from Mount Horeb. Okay, so Ezra answered and said, Who of those that have been born can do this, that you ask me concerning these things? Maybe he didn't know that Noah, I don't know, Moses had seen all that. And he said to me, if I had asked you, How many dwellings are in the heart of the sea? Or how many streams are at the source of the deep? Or how many streams are above the firmament? Or which are the exits of hell? Or which are the entrances of paradise? Perhaps you would have said to me, I never went down into the deep, nor as yet into hell. Neither did I ever ascend into heaven. I still can't stop thinking that this was shown to Moses. Okay, but now I have asked you only about fire and wind and the day, things through which you have passed, and without which you cannot exist, and you have given me no answer about them. And he said to me, you cannot understand the things with which you have grown up. How then can your mind comprehend the way of the Most High? And how can one who is already worn out by the corrupt world understand incorruption? When I heard this, I fell on my face and said to him, It would be better for us not to have, not to be here than to come here and live in ungodliness and to suffer and not understand why. He answered me and said, I went into a forest of trees of the plain, and they made a plan and said, Come, let us go and make war against the sea, that it may recede before us, that we may make for ourselves more forests. Okay, we have some allegory here. I'm wondering if the forest is Israel and the sinners are the sea. I don't know. Sometimes that's the comparison. And in like manner, the waves of the sea also made a plan and said, come, let us go up and subdue the forest of the plain so that there also we may gain more territory for ourselves. But the plan of the forest was in vain for the fire came and consumed it. Likewise also the plan of the waves of the sea, for the sand stood firm and stopped them. In other words, God's in control. If now you were a judge between them, which would you undertake to justify and which to condemn? I answered and said, each has made a foolish plan, for the land is assigned to the forest, and to the sea is assigned a place to carry its waves. He answered me and said, you have judged rightly, but why have you not judged so in your own case? For as the land is assigned to the forest, and the sea to its waves, so also those who dwell upon earth can understand only what is on the earth. And he who is above the heavens can understand what is above the height of the heavens. Then I answered and said, I beseech you, my Lord, why have I been endowed with the power of understanding? For I do not wish to inquire about the ways above, but about those things which we daily experience. Why Israel has been given over to the Gentiles as a a reproach. Why the people whom you loved has been given over to godless tribes and the law of our fathers has been made of no effect and the written covenants no longer exist. And why we pass from the world like locusts and our life is like a mist and we are not worthy to obtain mercy. But what will he do for his name by which we are called it is about these things that I have asked. He answered me and said, If you are alive, you will see, and if you live long, you will often marvel, because the age is hastening swiftly to its end. For it will not be able to bring the things that have been promised to the righteous in their appointed times, because this age is full of sadness and infirmities. Can I remember <clears throat> Ezra and His contemporaries, they are living in the time where all the tribes are scattered. It is kind of a time of judgment for Israel. The prophets fade away, they go into Babylonian captivity. And then there is 400 years of silence until Jesus comes on the scene. So they're looking at this like, you know, this is. This is the end of that time period. And, of course, they don't know when the Messiah will come, but they're thinking the Messiah has to come at some point. You know, where is he? This is the end? It doesn't make sense. Well, it's the end of the Old Covenant. Okay, for the evil about which you ask me has been sown, but the harvest of it it has not yet come. If, therefore, that which has been sown is not reaped, And if the place where the evil has been sown does not pass away, the field where the good has been sown will not come. For a grain of evil seed was sown in Adam's heart from the beginning, and how much ungodliness it has produced until now, and will produce until the time of threshing comes. Consider now for yourself how much fruit of ungodliness a grain of evil seed has produced. When heads of grain without number are sown, how great a threshing floor they will fill. Then I answered and said, How long and when will these things be? Why are our years few and evil? He answered me and said, You do not hasten faster than the Most High, for your haste is for yourself, but the highest hastens on behalf of many. Did not the souls of the righteous in their chambers ask about these matters, saying, How long are we to remain here? And when will come the harvest of our reward? <clears throat> souls in the righteous of their chambers, souls of the righteous in their chambers. Okay. And Jeremiel, the archangel, answered them and said, when the number of those like yourselves is completed, for he has weighed the age in the balance and measured the times by measure and numbered the times by number, and he will not move or arouse them until that measure is fulfilled. Okay. That matches up with the Bible. Then I answered and said, O sovereign Lord, but all of us also are full of ungodliness. And it is perhaps on account of us that the time of threshing is delayed for the righteous, on account of the sins of those who dwell on earth. He answered me and said, Go and ask a woman who is with child if, when her nine months have been completed, her womb can keep the child within her any longer. And I said, No, Lord, it cannot. And he said to me, In Hades the chambers of the souls are like the womb, for just as a woman who is in travail makes haste to escape the pangs of birth, so also do these places hasten to give back those things that were committed to them from the beginning, Then the things that you desire to see will be disclosed to you. I answered and said, If I have found favor in your sight, and if it is possible, and if I am worthy, show me this also. Whether more time is to come that is past, or whether for us the greater part has gone by. For I know what has gone by, but I do not know what is to come. And he said to me, Stand at my right side, and I will show you the interpretation of a parable. So I stood and looked, and behold, a flaming furnace passed by before me. And when the flame had gone by, I looked, and behold, the smoke remained. And after this, a cloud full of water passed before me and poured down a heavy and violent rain. And when the rainstorm had passed, drops remained in the cloud. And he said to me, consider it for yourself. For as the rain is more than the drops and the fire is greater than the smoke. So the quantity that, has, that passed was far greater, but drops and smoke remained. Then I prayed and said, Do you think that I shall live until those days? Or who will be alive in those days? He answered me and said, concerning the signs about which you ask me, I can tell you in part, but I was not sent to tell you concerning your life, for I do not know. All right, that's the end of chapter four. So he's got a lot of questions. Um, Chapter five is extremely lengthy, but I think we will start it because he's continuing to speak. This is... Uh, angel Uriel, who is a major angel figure. Um, So more time has passed than is to come. That, of course, matches up because there was, what, another five, six hundred years until Christ. And then now we're two thousand years into that. But Everything had been already going for, what, 3,500 years? So, So we don't have very far to go. All right. Now concerning the times, behold, the days are coming when those who dwell on earth shall be seized with great terror. And the way of truth shall be hidden, and the land shall be barren of faith. And unrighteousness shall be increased beyond what you yourself see beyond what you heard of formerly. And the land which you now see ruling shall be waste and untrodden, and men shall see it desolate. For if the Most High grants that you live, you shall see it thrown into confusion after the third period, and the sun shall suddenly shine forth at night and the moon during the day. Okay, more in Times verses that match up with the Bible. Um, Babylon that you now see ruling will be waste and untrodden. Blood shall drip from wood and the stone shall utter its voice and people shall be troubled and the stars shall fall. Revelations. And one shall reign from those who dwell on earth and one shall reign whom those who dwell on earth do not expect and the birds shall fly away together. And the Sea of Sodom shall cast up fish. And one whom the many do not know shall make his voice heard by night, and all shall hear his voice. Could very much be talking about the Antichrist there, the Sea of Sodom. Uh, The Bible refers to humanity as like the Sea of Humanity. So we're not necessarily always talking about a literal body of water. There shall be chaos also in many places, and fire shall often break out. And the wild beasts shall roam beyond their haunts. And menstruous women shall bring forth monsters. And salt water shall be found in the sweet. And all friends shall conquer one another. Then shall reason hide itself. And wisdom shall withdraw into its chamber. And it shall be sought by many, but shall not be found. And unrighteousness and unrestraint shall increase on the earth. Uh, great delusion that could be wisdom withdrawing into its chamber um matthew 24 talks about unrighteousness and on the earth and one country shall ask its neighbor has righteousness or anyone who does right pass through you and it will answer no and at that time men shall hope but not obtain they shall labor but their ways shall not prosper These are the signs which I am permitted to tell you, and if you pray again, and weep as you do now, and fast for seven days, you shall hear yet greater things than these. Then I awoke, and my body shuddered violently, and my soul was so troubled that it fainted. But the angel who had come and talked with me held me and strengthened me and set me on my feet. Now on the second night, Faltiel, a chief of the people, came to me and said, Where have you been, and why is your face sad? Or do you not know that Israel has been entrusted to you in the land of their exile? Rise, therefore, and eat some bread, so that you may not forsake us, like a shepherd who leaves his flock in the power of cruel wolves. Then I said to him, Depart from me, and do not come near me for seven days, and then you may come to me. He heard what I said and left me. So I fasted seven days, mourning and weeping as Uriel the angel had commanded me. And after seven days, the thoughts of my heart were very grievous to me again. Then my soul recovered the spirit of understanding, and I began once more to speak words in the presence of the Most High. And I said, O sovereign Lord, from every forest of the earth and from all its trees, thou hast chosen one vine, and from all the lands of the world, thou hast chosen for thyself one region. And from all the flowers of the world thou hast chosen for thyself one lily, and from all the depths of the sea thou hast filled for thyself one river, and from all the cities that have been built thou hast consecrated Zion for thyself. And from all the birds that have been created thou hast named for thyself one dove, and from all the flocks that have been made thou hast provided provided for thyself one sheep. And from all the multitude of peoples thou hast gotten for thyself one people, and to this people whom thou hast loved, loved, thou hast given the law which is approved by all. And now, O Lord, why hast thou given over the one to the many, and dishonored the one root beyond the others, and scattered thine only one among the many? And those who oppose thy promises have trodden down those who believe thy covenants. If thou dost really hate thy people, and should be in, and should, they should be punished at thy own hands. And he's saying, you know, you, you come and punish your people. Don't put them in the hands of other, of other wicked people. When I had spoken these words, the angel who had come to me on a previous night was sent to me. And he said to me, listen to me, and I will instruct you. Pay attention to me, and I will tell you more. And I said, speak, my Lord. And he said to me, are you greatly disturbed in mind over Israel? Or do you love him more than his maker does? And I said, No, my lord, but because of my grief I have spoken, for every hour I suffer agonies of heart, while I strive to understand the way of the Most High and to search out part of his judgment. And he said to me, You cannot. And I said, Why not, my lord? Why then was I born, or why did not my mother's womb become my grave, that I might not see the travail of Jacob and the exhaustion of the people of Israel? He said to me, count up for me those who have not yet come, and gather for me the scattered raindrops, and make the withered flowers bloom again for me. Open for me the closed chambers, and bring forth for me the winds shut up in them, or show me the picture of a voice, and then I will explain to you the travail that you ask to understand. And I said, O sovereign Lord, who is able to know these things except he whose dwelling is not with men? As for me, I am without wisdom, and how can I speak concerning the things which thou hast asked me? He said to me, Just as you cannot do one of the things that were mentioned, so you cannot discover my judgment, or the goal of the love that I have promised to my people. And I said, Yet behold, O Lord, thou dost have charge of those who are alive at the end. But what will those do who are before us, or we, or those who come after us? He's got a lot of questions. He said to me, I shall liken my judgment to a circle. Just as for those who are last, there is no slowness. So for those who are first, there is no haste. That's an interesting statement right there about the acceleration of time. Then I answered and said, could you not have created at one time those who have been and those who are and those who will be? that you might show the judgment the sooner. He's asking God, why did you do it this way? Should have done it a different way. He replied to me and said, The creation cannot make more haste than the creator. Neither can the world hold at one time those who have created in it. And I said, How hast thou said to thy servant that you will certainly give life at one time to thy creation? If therefore all creatures will live at one time and the creation will sustain them, it might even now be able to support all of them present at one time. So he's just asking all these questions, like why, 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 why? Why, 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 why? Um, so the, the chapters, I'm still in chapter five, they all kind of blend together with this con- ongoing conversation. So we can stop at any point. And I will stop there at verse 45 in chapter six. It's an ongoing uh, interrogation, I guess I I would call it. And I think that's why he keeps telling him, as we'll see, he keeps telling him, okay, go back and fast for seven more days because all of this is, is too great for you to know in you know in his it's like ezra's uh understanding that comes from fasting is blending over into this pestering uh fleshly inquisitive nature so he has to keep being sent back to fast i do remember that part He has to be, he has to keep going back to fast. Um, All right. So we're going to stop there, though. Verse 45 in chapter 5. And uh, we'll call it a day at that. I can see there's more rain coming. So that's, we're getting real soakers up here. That's okay. That's all right. So with that, I will let you go and we will pick this up again tomorrow in 4 Ezra. And I pray you have a blessed day.